0: want to welcome you back to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Travis.
1: And I am Don. I'm Travis's wife and also the co-host of this show. <laughs>
0: and I'm so glad you're the co-host yep. that you're here with me. It's late tonight, isn't it, Don? It Dawn? is
1: really late. We're not usually well, recording this late at We night.
0: are not, but we are about to jump on a plane. It's been a long time since we've had a legit vacation. Oh, yep. And it starts right now. And we get to start it with this podcast. Yep, we but do, yep. so excited to be flying to Florida. We're going to be on the Gulf of Mexico and having a chance to just lay on the beach.
1: Oh, warm temps. It's been super cold here. So just to be able to be warm, walk the beach, and just enjoy the sunshine.
0: Yeah, lots of walking. And what's really cool is but while we're gone, our basement that got flooded a couple weeks ago or maybe a month and a half ago they are finishing it they're working on it it's going to be brand new by the time we get home i can't wait
1: it's funny we just got a call last week and they said hey we're coming tomorrow and they they came and they took everything out of our basement put it in the garage and now they've been working on it the last couple days so it'll be nice it'll be brand new in there Looking forward to it to being done. So by the time we get back, it's going to be done. It's going to be
0: so cool. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, we've always said that marriage is a marathon. That's something that we've always said and we've always believed. So why don't some people give up? Yes, there are people who get divorced and don't make it a lifetime. But why do some make it to the end of their lives And still married to the one that they love. Don't you ever just think about that? They just
0: keep going. They're like the Energizer bunny and they don't stop. They just keep making it happen. I
1: know we talk often about a couple that we know who've been married for 60 years. They're in their 80s right now. And every single time that we see them, their smile is so big. And they have so much love to give others and each other. It's super inspiring. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know why. Every time I see them for days, I think about them. And I keep asking myself the question, why are they still going strong in their marriage? Yeah, what's mean, their 60 key? 60 yep. years. And so I was pondering that exact same question the other day. And ideas and kind of thoughts popped into my mind. Things like, man, I just think they have some serious resolve or they're resilient. Or maybe they're just filled with tons of determination and grit, those are some things that just kind of popped in my mind. Man, so often the unfortunate and negative things in life can overshadow the positive of what's really happening all around us. And what's not talked about a lot is that there are many people that start off with the plan of being married for life. And you know what? Guess what? They end up staying married. They make it through the difficulties and the challenges that life and relationships send their way. Isn't that cool, Don? Yeah, it
1: is. I love hearing those stories of people who man, they've had hard life and they stay together and they make it through and they're happy.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly it. I mean even though their marriage gets Really hard. Sometimes it even gets super messy. They might get discouraged. Maybe they, you know, want to give up, but somehow they push forward and they stay together. So, how does that happen? How is it happening consistently all around us? I mean, we hear about the people who give up and walk away, but we forget about the people that day in and day out, they show up and they plug into their marriage and they plug into their future. So what is it? How do they not give up? What helps a couple continue to move forward in their marriage and not walk away on each other? Well, to simply say about a couple that never gives up, well, It's just a strong marriage and they're just strong people. They just Mm, hold it together. They just know what they're doing. And, you know, to say that, that wouldn't be fully accurate. Why? Well, as you and I both know, Don, we are broken. All people on this earth are broken. And at times we all have weak, flawed relationships.
1: Many times. I agree, Charles. I know we can't just walk around saying, hey, we're just going to stay together. We just have a strong marriage. No, people have to work at your marriage. You have to work at your marriage. You're not going to make it unless you're determined to not give up.
0: Well, here's another way to look at it. Is it possible that we start off maybe with the worst idea of marriage to begin with? I mean, when we first go to the altar on our wedding day. And again, maybe we just have the whole wrong idea in mind. I mean, here's what I'm getting at. I think so many couples get to their wedding day and they think that marriage is going to be sunsets, laughter, holding hands and romance the whole way. And we've had a lot of that in our lives, but it's just not been that every single day. I mean, that's like a movie, which is really cool. And they're fun to watch. But everyday life is a lot different. I mean, in reality, it would be great to have a marriage like that, but it would be fake.
1: You know what I think, Travis, maybe marriage is a lot more like the class that I took in college called Success in College. You know that one credit class that you have to take that first or second semester of college?
0: I remember that. I mean, (laughs) I took the exact same class. I mean, they have different names, but they were great classes. I actually
1: kind of made fun of that class. I'm like, why do I have to take that class? Like, I want to succeed. Like, (laughs) it was a good class class. Again, it was called success in college. Could it be that marriage is a lot like a college student and their desire to get a degree? A college student, you know, we start off in good, good grades and some even get just passing grades. It's not always the grades that you get along the way that matters the most. What actually matters the most is did you walk up to the president of the college, shake his hand, and receive your diploma? We all remember graduation. That's the best part, right? It, It wasn't how many tutors that you had or how many papers with an F on it that your professor asked you to rewrite that matters most. What matters most is did you continue? To the end, did you make it through? What's the secret to finishing your college degree and getting a diploma? One of the biggest reasons for academic success might be that a student starts off with the decision that quitting is never an option, that they will keep going on no matter what. They're determined to walk yeah, that platform that, and get that, that degree. That makes all
0: the difference. I mean, doesn't it? They're paying 40000 a year. They're putting all that time, all that energy. I mean, they only get one shot at being young right. and they're spending yeah. their priceless youth on those four years and so you want to go in with that resolute mindset
1: yeah make sure that you finish because honestly what is a college education worth if you get all the way to the end of four years and you stop just short you don't finish that one last class what a waste all that time all that money It wasn't worth it because you got nothing.
0: Yeah, and I met, I think, a handful, maybe four or five people in my lifetime that literally got within one or two classes of finishing their four-year degree, their bachelor's degree. They've spent $100,000 and they stopped. And it was like, what are you thinking? Are you kidding? Like, find a way, get back into school, do online classes. You got to finish it. Otherwise, all that time, all that money is worthless.
1: You know, I know it's hard not to wonder, should all... All couples drop the sunsets, hand-holding, laughter, and romance and focus more on are you going to finish? Are you going to make it to the end?
0: Yeah. And we need the sunsets. We need the hand-holding. We need the laughter and the romance. But those aren't the goals. I mean, those are like the fun along the way to the goal. Yeah, that whole idea of we are going to finish. I mean, that's kind of like the attitude of Paul the Apostle in the Bible that he had with his faith. It was so cool. Like He was mentoring this young guy named Timothy, and here's what he wrote to Timothy towards the end of his life. He says, I have fought the good fight. Mm -hmm. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I blew that up right, yeah. in my mind as I thought about it and read that I have finished the race. I mean, how does a couple make it a lifetime and refuse to walk away from each other and their marriage? It's exactly what Paul the Apostle is saying. We refuse to give up. Right. We refuse. We are we are going to go all the way and we are going to finish this yeah. marriage race.
1: I love how he says I have fought the good fight like he fought for it he didn't give up he was determined
0: yeah I've been really spending a lot of time recently kind of mulling this over and thinking about it again and again like how does this happen why do some people like the apostle Paul finish the race why do some people in their marriages get to the end of their lifetime that 60 70 years of marriage and they finish the race how does that happen well, then the other day it hit me. Some people choose to have strength of mind. They choose it. It's something that people say, you know what? This is what we're going to do. They made a decision. They're I don't stubborn know. in that.
1: They're very stubborn. They're like, man, we're going to finish.
0: Yeah, we're gonna- stubborn. And I don't know if it was like on their wedding day or five or 10 years in, but yeah, they're stubborn. Now, just to be clear, we are not talking down about those who don't finish We're just trying to learn from those that do, those that stay together for a lifetime of marriage, a lifetime of love. So how do you do it? How do you have a strong mind? How do you make that decision? How do you say, like, Paul, I am going to finish the race? Well, it's kind of what a scientist has who knows that he is on the edge of a big discovery. It's what a ultra marathon runner has to get to the finish line to finish 50 plus miles of non-stop running. It's what an architect has to put the finishing touches on a building that took him 5 years of his life to build. What is strength of mind. I mean, that's what they all have in common. Now, it's pretty easy to see what strength of mind is not. I mean, we live in a culture and a world that rewards those who say they can't make it, that they're too fragile, that their emotions don't want them to go any further. What do we say to those who are struggling? We so often say things like, oh, you don't have to. Why don't you just try something else? Maybe you weren't made for this. You've got nothing to prove. Just walk away, mm, yeah. give up, hang it. You know, don't even worry about it. Just do something different.
1: I think it's important to clarify here that we're not endorsing having a dysfunctional marriage or a marriage where you put up with physical, emotional, or mental abuse. That's not what we're talking about at all there are many couples who continue throughout a lifetime with their relationship but they have terrible marriages that's not what we are highlighting here we are focusing on couples who have had dysfunctional marriages and tons of conflict and instead of running away from each other they got help worked through all of those issues and ended up with a marriage filled with love and grace. And because of that hard work and strength of mind, they're still together today and they enjoy a strong and happy marriage. Those are the couples that we're talking about. The ones that are running strong, they're fighting the good fight. It's
0: so inspiring. Cause you know, they're human. They made their mistakes. They've had their awful moments in marriage and they're like, no, we are not gonna give up. Like giving up is rewarded everywhere. We're not going to do that because there's something about finishing the race.
1: There's actually a really old-fashioned word that describes strength of mind. And it's not my first choice of words since it's such an old-fashioned word, but I don't think there's a modern-day equivalent to it. Well, the word that we're thinking about is fortitude. I know that sounds like a weird word, like fortitude. We don't hear it very often.
0: It's strange, yeah.
1: But it's very fitting for this, what we're talking about. The word fortitude means courage in pain or adversity. Webster's Dictionary says the word fortitude comes from the Latin word fortis, meaning strong. And in English, it has always been used primarily to describe strength of mind. Like that's so important in marriage.
0: I mean, there it is, right, Don? Like strength of mind, that's what causes so many people to finish the race, to make it happen.
1: So fortitude, you guys, although this word sounds weird and it's really uncommon, it actually has a really cool idea attached to it. It's said from time to time that someone who accomplishes something really hard, that took a lot of time and determination. That just means that he has mental fortitude. He has a strong mind, almost like the most positive form of stubbornness known to man. Someone who makes up their mind that's not going to be any other way because Because the positive outcome is worth all of the pain, the discipline energy required along the way. Now, that's for you That's strong. That's determination. Yeah,
0: and I think part of what this episode is all about is that strong minds are in short supply. I mean, they're, it's, we're running out of them. We are, yeah. Like, we need strong minds. Why? Because we are sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, that used to be a movie from a long time ago, but I think most people are sleeping with the enemy and they don't realize it. You see, enemies of mental strength for marriage are things like Excuses. Excuses don't come from fortitude mm-hmm. or strong minds. Excuses are like, oh, if I come up with reasons that justify my condition, then I can ease my guilt for not getting better excuses are tools for not getting better or things like unwillingness to change oneself i mean after all if i'm lazy and apathetic about my own issues i can just Mm, ignore them another enemy unwillingness to change and finger pointing is probably one of the worst enemies that we're sleeping with i mean if i blame someone else I don't have to be strong because they're they're weaker than I am. All they got to do is point out their weakness. And another really terrible enemy that we're sleeping with is instant fix or gratification. It's the easy way out. Look, if your marriage gets tough... Just walk away, flirt with that guy or that girl at work and, you know, move on to another relationship. I mean, after all, everything in our world is instant. It's easy. It's convenient. Why should your marriage or relationships be hard? So when I think of mental strength, I mean, I so often come back to the Bible. I mean, again, we're in short supply of strong minds. So we need to do something to strengthen ourselves, strengthen our souls, strengthen our minds. Here's what 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 says says, it says, don't you know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way to get the prize. He goes on and he says, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. Therefore, he says about himself, I do not run like somebody who is running like out of control aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer who's beating the air, you know, against somebody who's not there. He goes, no, I strike a blow to my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I mean, that's like mental strength. He's like, I am not going to sleep with the enemy. I am going to work hard. So how do you do that? How do you strike a blow to your body? Like he says, how do you get mental strength? Well, there's only one way to have fortitude or mental strength in your mind, your body, your soul, and especially in your marriage relationship. The action behind the word fortitude is this really cool word called fortify. Mental strength says, I decide to do this. And that is fortitude. But the ability to hang on to that throughout your lifetime, to the decision that you have made, it comes from the action fortify. It says, because I've decided to do this, I am going to act This way. And it's probably different than the way that other people are going to act, but it's adding action to your decision. According to Merriam Webster's dictionary, the word fortify means to make strong, to strengthen and secure by forts or batteries, to give physical strength, courage, or endurance to. And to add mental or moral strength to something. I mean, I think of soldiers that are in a city and the city has been surrounded by the enemy. And what do they want to do when they want to successfully fight the enemy that has surrounded their city? They fortify Mm -hmm. the walls. They fortify the the layers upon layers of soldiers and, and weapons. Why? Because they want a strong line of defense around their city so they can be ready to fight to the death. In that situation, fortify means to strengthen or mm-hmm, really right. to protect. So, are you ready to strengthen your marriage? Are you ready to protect it? Are you ready to fortify? Because yeah. that's what fortitude right. does it fortifies the things that it cares about.
1: Again, fortify is the action behind being the fortitude. So, how do we fortify our marriages? How do we strengthen our marriages? How do you say, you know what, till death do us part and actually? mean it you know i think we actually really have two choices The first one is this. If you want to have a lazy, apathetic marriage, you could choose to never focus your mind and heart on what great qualities in marriage look like. You could put your kids first by spending most of your time and your energy and money on them and the things that they want. You could work way too many hours on your career to get a promotion or get the standard of living you idolize. Spend all of your time thinking about how your spouse could change and avoid any self-reflection rarely go out on dates never pray together as a couple avoid romantic weekend getaways and keep your distance from other married couples who are deeply in love and flourishing in their relationship <laughs> so we have a choice yeah, like we, we do. could do that or
0: not a good idea we could the do
1: the opposite we could make a second choice and choose number 2 which is this if you want a marriage that is fulfilling fun loving and strong You could constantly think through what great qualities are needed in a strong marriage. Spend the first part of your energy, money, and time investing in your spouse and alone time together. Letting your kids know they are second. You can make sure to have a work-life balance that allows you to grow a career that serves the needs of your marriage. Spend large amounts of time reflecting on how you can change To become a better spouse, make going on weekly dates your number one priority, pray together as a couple daily, disappear regularly on romantic getaways, spend lots of time with other couples who have strong, flourishing relationships. Those are two completely opposite things. We get to choose. What do we want to do? Do we want to fortify our marriage or do we want to... Disappear and like just give up.
0: Yeah, I think it's all about not sleeping with the enemy, not taking option number one, and going with number two, yep. and doing the right things. Being disciplined, going after them. I
1: think it's really important to remember what is strength in your marriage. What are those things that we need to do to fortify our marriage, to strengthen them, to make sure that we develop that habit that we're not going to walk away, we're not going to give up. Yeah,
0: having that mental fortitude and fortifying. Yep. Craig Lounsbury. Says this, this is so cool. He writes, the most critical time in any battle is not when I'm fatigued or tired, basically, is what he's saying. It's when I no longer care. And so many couples that end up with bad marriages or end up with marriages that are just barely getting by, so many couples are really screaming the words. I don't care when they put everything else ahead of their marriage. It's like, you know, living and saying the wrong things simultaneously. Right. And I love how he puts it that way. It's not when we're tired, it's when I no longer care.
1: I can totally see this, Travis, cuz I know when we've had disagreements or we are in a season where we're just not getting along and I kind of that I don't care attitude kind of creeps in. Man, that is a critical time cuz it's just easy to want to walk away cuz once you don't care You know, what's the what's the use of putting in the energy and the effort to make your marriage?
0: Yeah. And and it becomes the easy way out. It's like, oh, I'm just going to give up. And so we have to ask the question we want to ask, what am I going to choose today? So I'm going to ask you guys that. What are you going to choose today? Are you going to make a decision to have a strong marriage and then fortify that marriage by walking out the actions required Mm -hmm. to make your marriage stronger? What are you going to choose? Are you going to pick excuses? Are you going to pick, you know, getting apathetic or lazy? Are you going to say, no, I'm going to fight. I'm going to finish the race.
1: Travis, I really appreciate your passion in this. You can hear it in your voice because we have seen so many couples just not care and just give up and walk away and it's not just hurting themselves and it's not just hurting their marriage man it's hurting their kids it's hurting the generations to come and it's sad we don't want that to happen to anybody
0: yeah and i think just to clarify we are not talking to people who have already you know walked away and given up we're talking to those of you who still are married Mm -hmm. we want to challenge you we want to encourage you
1: and that is exactly why we do this podcast we love you guys we don't want you to give up with that we want to thank you for listening to this episode of the loving the fight marriage podcast remember you can do it you got this keep loving the fight
0: we'll see you next time